Hello, and welcome to the Health Data Ethics Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Owens. In this episode, we're going to summarize all of the thoughts from previous episodes on evaluating artificial intelligence in healthcare. So I am. I promised that we would come along together on this journey of trying to build a framework for selecting, implementing, and evaluating artificial intelligence in healthcare. And at this point, I just want to stop and take a quick breather and summarize what we have learned. So the first thing you must do when you are deciding whether you want to implement artificial intelligence in healthcare is to think about what is it that you want it to do? Really, truly, you must define your problem statement first and foremost. You have to think about your short-term versus your long-term payoffs. And you have to think about, am I asking the artificial intelligence to do something that it is good at, right? Am I asking it to ingest large volumes of data? Am I asking it to impute patterns? Am I asking it to, um, to draw conclusions? And then you also must think, am I asking the artificial intelligence to do something at which humans are not great? Um, statistics with very large numbers, uh, economies of scale. Um, so really, you'll, the most bang for your buck is when you're asking an artificial intelligence to do something at which artificial intelligence is good and human beings are bad. Terrific payoff there. So after you have defined what it is you want your artificial intelligence to do, then you must evaluate your products. After you have your exhaustive list of products, all of which say that they are a good fit for the problem that you have defined, you have to figure out, does it do what it says on the tin? Like literally, does it do what it promises to do? Um, there are a number of tools that you can bring to bear on this, um, including tools like the Rouge assessment, which is going to evaluate the output of a, of a large language model. You can also look at uh, comparisons with human beings if you want to um, see whether a, an artificial intelligence is ingesting information and coming up with conclusions that roughly parallel, you know, what a, what a human physician would come up with. So the, the second, second point for evaluation is, does it do what it says it does? Is it accurate? Is it labeled accurately? And then number three is, does it do what you want it to do? So if, it, if we have, for example, an artificial intelligence that is capable of reading a patient's chart and coming up with a chart summary, that is great. Is that really what we want it to do? Is that the best use case for this technology? Or are human beings pretty good at reading charts and coming up with chart summaries? And we don't need a, you know, a bite-sized chart summary that we could copy and paste. Would this information be better used elsewhere? And then the last thing that I like to think about when I'm thinking about evaluating technology in the healthcare space is how well does it do what we need it to do? So in a, a recent pilot, I was talking with one of the, the physicians who had piloted a new technology, and he told me that the, the technology was basically operating at the level of a C-grade first-year medical student. And he said, that is fine, but... It, I really, if in order to get benefit out of that, this technology, I need it to be operating at at least a B level, and I need it to be maybe a fourth-year med student instead of a first-year med student. This is something that I, I often find really interesting, right, is where, where is helpful to have a technology? How good does it need to be in order to really save you time and effort? Because I'm sure many people can relate to the fact that training an inexperienced human being in your field can take a long time and it can make you vastly inefficient before you start to realize the efficiencies of having a second capable pair of hands. So how good does your AI need to be in this case? 
Can it operate on the level of a mediocre first-year medical student? Does it need to be a fairly competent fourth-year medical student? Does it need to operate on the level of a resident, of an attending? Does it need to be on a par with your, you know, like your chair, your innovations lead? Does it need to be operating on the very highest level? These are all good ways to start thinking about evaluating your artificial intelligence in a healthcare setting. There's a number of tools that you can use, especially um, technical tools to try to evaluate whether a uh, whether an artificial intelligence you know application does it do what it says it does, and then does it do what you need it to do in this situation? The last point I would I would mention is. I would be really curious to see what unique insights are generated by your artificial intelligence. We have a, we have a lot of um, vendors out there right now who want to do a lot with data and analytics. They want to ingest a lot of hospital data. They want to tell us, you know, points where we could expand or area opportunities that we could achieve. And my, my question is always, I wonder what they're going to tell us that we don't already know. You know, is it is it staffing issues? Well, we know we have staffing issues. Is it length of stay? Well, we know we have like length of stay. You know, we there are we know that there are opportunities in many areas. What I am curious to know is where are the unique insights? Where are the things that we wouldn't have thought about that this technology is showing us? And that to me is really, really valuable.